Hey y'all. So for this episode, we definitely got into some shenanigans. Okay. So like we brought all of the tomfoolery. Well, we didn't bring it. You guys just take a listen and you'll find out. Okay. So this is volume one of our tomfoolery episodes. Uh, please be sure to stay tuned for more that we have coming up. This is just the beginning and you never know what we have in store when it comes to <laughs> tomfoolery. Enjoy you guys. Welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Michelle at Modeling Michelle. And I'm Dana at It's Dana B. Hi, guys. Hope you guys hey, are doing well. I'm good. I'm chilling. Yes. <laughs> same here. Same here. So today, guys, we're just going to talk, okay? Yeah. So we're going to just do us mm -hmm. as we do best. <laughs> <laughs> And, and just hope there's an episode good enough to um, put out for you all. So if you're listening to this, that must mean there's some value somewhere in this conversation. Exactly. Yes. I feel like these types of conversations are the best, though, like because you don't know, like it's always good to prepare for an episode mm -hmm. and have all your information and all of that. Those episodes are always great. But there's also such a nice, like genuine like feeling that comes from an episode where it's just you just talking and like yeah. you end up somewhere and you're like whoa how did we get here <laughs> how did we get here i yeah. was about to use our cali word that we learned from old girl it's very fresh very fresh so Extremely. yeah <laughs> so we're just winging it um but yeah so originally i was thinking that we should discuss the naomi osaka um situation mm -hmm. The fact that she walked off um, and she is no longer participating in the French Open and what are our thoughts about that? But for one, I'm not a tennis player or I'm not a tennis fan, really. Consumer, yeah, I don't really consume tennis. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that I don't care because this is um, a Haitian Japanese young girl. She's at the prime of her career. She talked about how she's been dealing with um, long bouts of depression since she won, I think, the US Open in 2018. So there's a lot to unpack there. But at the end of the day, she has to do what's best for her. Right. I don't really, I mean, I guess I understand why after a game or a match, you have journalists there interviewing the players. But if you know any athlete, and I think I probably know only one professional athlete, but even if it's just high school or college athletes, after a game, if they won, they're so excited. They're on a high. They can't really focus on like the play-by-play -play of the game. So... While I agree 100%, mm -hmm. unfortunately, it still comes with the job. I you know, get that. I the get top that. Players are known to go into the press conference room half of the time, either like they're super excited, like you said, because they just won or they lost. They don't want to talk about it and their voices exactly. are flat, their faces are flat, but they have to deal with it. So it's kind of like at what point, and I guess Naomi was at this point where she was like, I don't want to deal with it though. Mm -hmm. You know, so at what point is that like, is it, it's a part of the job, but is it required? Like, I wonder if that gray area is like figured out in the sports world. 
It absolutely is. It's not a gray area. You are required to do these interviews mm. as part of the game, which is why I think after the first match, he was fined, I believe it was 15000 And then after the oh, second wow. one, they were like, if you don't do it, we'll just kick you out. And she was like, well, you don't have to kick me out. I'm out. I'll leave. Right. So there's no gray area. It has to be done, mm -hmm. right? I so my, Yeah, so my thing is, it's not a matter of, yes, we know it comes with it, but we are a generation that changes things. We challenge things. So maybe now, instead of doing it immediately after a game, give people time to cool down. Maybe you schedule time in between practice, maybe, to interview them, as opposed to doing it immediately after a game. So that could be one solution. Yeah, I agree. Or like you said, just, well, I know you said it's, it's required, but maybe give the option for those who deal with certain issues because I know, or certain, I mean, I say issues, certain things, because I mm -hmm. think I read somewhere that she gets nervous when it comes to speaking mm -hmm. in front of crowds and things like that. And unfortunately it comes with the job, so she has to do it, but maybe either on their part, they can like try to find a different way to do it. Yeah. To approach it for people who do experience that, mm -hmm. or maybe on her part, she can try to see if she can, if she has it already, seek the help to help her get through that. Yeah. Because if it's, if it's going to continue to be required of the job and right. that's something you're passionate about doing and you want to do it as a career for as long as like Serena, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then unfortunately you're going to have to do it and you can just make it a little bit easier for you to get through it if you seek the help. That's if she hasn't already done that. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I guess now that we started talking about it, I feel like I have all these other things that I want to talk about, but that's not what we're on today. Today we're chilling, we're kikiing, it's just a good time, but I do wish her the best. I hope that she's able to continue her tennis career, but like you said, find ways to cope with the things that she doesn't like because- yeah. There's going to be things in life we have to do that we don't like to do, right. unfortunately. So right. I just hope that she's surrounded by a community of people who love her and care about her and her mental health and not just how much money she makes. And they're willing to help her find the assistance she needs to continue um, climbing in her career, even though, honestly, she's at the top. Like, you beat Serena yeah. Williams and you're 23. Like, you are amazing. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. So. Hopefully her parents too, because I know her dad plays a big role. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he's And he Haitian? Yeah. So oh. do not let us down, young man. Yeah. <laughs> or old man? Yeah. I don't know how that works. Whatever. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that was, I guess, our little hot topic. Like we said, again, we're winging it. So I actually talked to Michelle about doing a couch therapy, but I wanted to do like something fun, something funny. And of course I deferred to six brown chicks and they are basically bloggers. And every week they tweet out uh, questions that people have sent to them and basically allow Twitter to give their response. So it's kind of like a Twitter advice column. And the thread that I found, child, it's very interesting. So we're just going to pick a couple and just talk about it if there's even anything to discuss. Okay, bet. So out of all the ones I've read so far, this is my favorite one. And I actually have not shared it with you yet, Michelle. Okay. So I can't wait to see your genuine reaction. 
Yes. Okay. All right, y'all. So here we go. We got this from Six Brown Chicks. And yeah, it says, my wife of nine years began to lose weight and then she just snapped. She told me and the kids ages five. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. She told me and the kids ages, <laughs> ages five and seven. There's no guarantee. <laughs> I apologize, you guys. If you guys are listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like she okay. said, she did not read it to me. So I don't know what's so funny. And I hope it's just as funny as she's making it seem. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. She said, there's no guarantee you'll like your spouse or your kids. <laughs> I don't like y'all. What? Wait. Oh. And mind you, the at all is in all caps. There's no guarantee you'll like your spouse or your kids. And I don't like y'all at all. I'm leaving and starting over. She moved out. This is what's really funny. The husband said, what to do with these kids? <laughs> I'm done. Sometimes I question, like, do they really get, like, do people really write in saying this stuff? Because what? Is this real? Is this real? She's wild if it is. And then he's wild for like, yeah, I'll get over her eventually. But these kids, though, I feel like they're going to want to get fed, want to get taken care of. And I didn't and to do this alone. I didn't. I barely did it while she was here. Now y'all want me to do it by myself. By myself? Excuse me? <laughs> Can I return them too? That's why. I'm just like, that is insane. So first of all, there's a lot to unpack here unpack sis got snatched and she was like you know what i could do better than y'all yeah i actually never liked y'all to begin with <laughs> that's wild. and now my options are limitless i look good i don't need the baggage of a husband and children that's i'm out wow that's crazy i'm like i'm laughing but i know some people really deal with like abandonment abandonment issues rejection issues so i know like somebody somewhere has experienced this and it's hurtful so i'm not laughing at the trauma that these poor babies are probably going to experience if she doesn't come back and even if she comes back i'm sure some damage has already been done it's just like did you leave because you lost weight was it just like good timing you were going to leave anyway but it's just a convenient like I would really want to know what went through her mind when she made that decision. And even if you decided to leave, why did you have to tell them that you, there's no guarantee in life you're going to like your spouse or your kids and I don't like y'all? Right. What and did the babies do to you? Right. And then what do you mean by there's no guarantee that you'll like you got with him? Yeah. Confusion. So at some point, did you like him? Have you never liked him? Then why did you have kids with him? I don't get it. I do she's not confused. understand. Yeah. She's confused. She's confused. She's lost. She's lost. And I hope she didn't get wrapped up in some sauce that made her like lose her mind. Because mm. it reminds me of that. Is that Tyler Perry movie? <laughs> Tyler Perry always come through. Probably child. The one with Journey. Is her name Journey? Uh Smollett. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Whatever happened to Jesse? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna go on Instagram. <laughs> Is he now mad? We, child, I don't know. 
Oh my gosh, y'all, do y'all remember Jesse Smollett? Smollett? <laughs> I'm sure he's like living his life, but is he back in the limelight? Is he like being booked for shows and things like that? I'm sure he got blacklisted. I'm almost positive. Yeah, he hasn't. Okay, this was a picture of him on May 22nd, 2020. He posted it? Oh, you said 2020. But that was 2020. Since then, he's been posting, but it's just like notable black people. And then he posts another picture of himself uh, with his mom on May 9th. Okay. So random. Very random. Like, I don't even understand. No Facebook account, no backup accounts. Be aware, be safe, spread love. Okay. Read the comments. I feel like comments always give you a gauge for what the people are feeling. But they be cleaning it up too. Comments on this post have been limited. And everything is like hearts, missing your talent. Wait. To Sheena Arnold, it's been forever since I've seen your mommy. Please give her my love. She raised her tribe like a champ. Love you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I just need So he's alive, if anyone was wondering. Yes. That's great. I'm happy to hear that. I hope he's, yeah, doing all of those things that he needs to do to take care of himself. <laughs> Why are you Come laughing? On. <laughs> Come on, canned response. <laughs> hope you're great. Hope you're, okay, you're alive, you're breathing, and great. take care of yourself. That's it. Be great. So I feel like our conclusion is, is that we don't have a conclusion because we don't know what's up with her. So she needs to conclude this for us. Girl, why? What is going on? What is going on? And then for the dad, I'm like, are you hurt? Are you angry? Was this something like, dang, I didn't like her either. But now I'm stuck with the kids. Like what's going on there? There has to be more to the story. I wish there was more context. Yeah, that would have been nice. But Twitter doesn't allow for that. <laughs> this is true. Wow. wow. Let's go on to the next thing that I found. But you gotta give me a second. I gotta read. <laughs> oh, this is a, a sweet one. Okay, I don't know. It says hello from Minnesota. First of all. <laughs> Let's just pause there. <laughs> I'm a white guy. Okay who just proposed to my Somalian girlfriend. Okay. She said, (laughs) maybe. Okay. This has torn our families apart. My family hates our relationship. (laughs) To begin with or because she said maybe? There's no context. It's Twitter. Oh my gosh. I need more. (laughs) Her family, her her family hates white people in general. Okay, so this is going to be a little difficult. (laughs) In all caps, I love her. What to do? She refuses to move from here. Because she want to be near her family. She refuses to move from here? Yeah, so basically... They live in Minnesota. Yes, and he thinks that if they were to just leave Minnesota, go somewhere else, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know the man. If yeah. they were to leave Minnesota, go somewhere else, just the two of them, <clears throat> their relationship can blossom without their family's input. But she's Somalian. They're like, 
you know, other cultures are very communal. They love their family. She doesn't want to leave them behind, which I get. But I'm like, why do you still want to be with her? She said, maybe. Why does her family live in Minnesota then? <laughs> they hate white there's, people. There's actually a very big community. Um, I don't know if it's in Minneapolis or just like the state of Minnesota of, um, I think, East Africans. So they just all in a little community in the corner and they're not checking for white people. Child, I don't know. Um, I, if I were him, I, and I hope he did, I hope he didn't just like take the hit. I'm someone that likes, again, context. I want mm-hmm. to know why. I like to understand why things happen the way they do. Mm-hmm. So I would have, I, I hope, and if I were him, I would have asked her, why are you saying maybe? Is it because of our families? Is it because you're unsure if you want to be married? Period. Mm. You don't know if you want to be married to me. Is Mm -hmm. it because you need more time? Like, I feel like when it comes to communication, a lot of times people just take the hit and they're like, well, I'm just going to dip. Or what do I do? Talk. Wow. You are so good. (laughs) You are so good. Because if I was him, I wasn't asking all these questions. What do you mean? Maybe. But if you truly love someone, then you should know. And they're the, it also depends on how she said it because if it's something to where she's like may if it's just like maybe where it's dry and there's nothing to it it's like so who are you because mm-hmm. we were fine Why are we together yeah yeah but if it's something where she's like oh maybe then it's like okay Both the maybe why sound a yes lot. <laughs> why is it not a yes why is it not a no that's just me. That's what I, if I was a guy, I would want to know. You're not going to just dirty my face and just stare at me and blink and walk away. They oh, always want to know. They're always curious to know. I, I'm one of them. I need to know. <laughs> I just feel like if someone is not sure she about said you. Maybe though. She said maybe. So she, he needs to, un- I'm not saying he that didn't he should ask her, do you want pizza for dinner he said will you marry me be my life partner make big decisions together possibly have kids together make big purchases together make a vow in front of our loved ones together and your answer is maybe again i think more context is needed i this this doesn't mean that if he's if she says maybe and he gets the clarity that he needs it doesn't mean that i'm saying oh that means now you know why fight to get her back blah 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 you know like I don't know how long they've been together I don't know what they've been through blah 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 but you still need to understand why she said maybe because it's like if y'all were together for a long time and you guys have been good girl why mm-hmm. child you ready for the next one ready for the next one all right so this one is two parts my new boyfriend age 22 has a criminal record He's also the same age as my oldest son. Each time I leave the house, my son makes me and my boyfriend take a photo so he can document the last thing y'all wearing in case something pops off. I'm starting to think this is not realistic. (laughs) Part two, I'm in between jobs right now, so I'm living in my son's apartment. I allow my boyfriend to sleep here slash play games when my son is at work. I want my boyfriend to move in, but I don't know how to convince my son to allow this. They do not get along. Advice. No. no. You living at somebody else's house. Your son, not your son. That's someone else's house. He's a grown man. Mm-hmm. He has the choice, especially if he don't like him. Right. No, you're not going to convince me anything. No, he's, right. he can't move in. No. Right. 
Shoot, I'm doing you a favor. Right. Right. I'm paying the bills. No. My thing is, okay, you're in between jobs. I get it. Things happen. You, you know, everyone needs somebody at some point. I feel like you don't respect your son if you know he doesn't like your boyfriend and you're still inviting your boyfriend over to his house when he's not here. Why aren't you going to your boyfriend's house? Why y'all not living together? He ain't got the money. What? Because he's too busy trying to play um, video games. God, this is very ghetto. This reminds me of, there was a point where I was watching a show called um, Love After Lockup. Wow. Why were you watching that? I don't know how I ended up there, but I was all in at that point. Okay, tell me more. And it was this white girl, you know, white girl, mm-hmm. okay? I, mm-hmm. She seemed like she had a little bit of sauce, but not a lot of sauce because when she was around, okay, so her boyfriend, obviously it's love after lockup, right? So he was mm-hmm. the one that was locked up. Mm-hmm. And he is a black boy or a black man from Compton. Okay. And when I say Compton through and through, he's still wearing, I hate saying it, still wearing the wife beater. Wow. Like casual wear. Anyone who's still wearing that around the house? (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say something. I'm going to keep my comment to myself. Let me not say around the house. Wearing that to go out with jeans or pants? (laughs) (laughs) That tells you everything you need to know right there. That tells you everything you need to know. That's their version of a shirt. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> They're always ready. They stay ready so they don't have to get ready. <laughs> That's what that tells me. Yes, exactly. Here for a good time, not a long time. Okay, I'm done. Not a long time. So they got married in jail. Okay. While he was in jail. How did they and meet? Girl, I think they met online. Isn't there like a dating app or something? Yeah, something like that. Or they, I forgot how they met. But they met, got married, had a little prison photo, whatever. And then her parents are, (laughs) you can tell, well, the dad was nice because he, okay, because the boy wanted to like remarry her or whatever, like do Mm -hmm. it out of jail. Oh, that's nice. He didn't have the bread. So the dad was like, I'm going to loan you $1,000 so you can get her a little ring or whatever. Wow. Thanks, pops. I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, you're all in. I'm all in. Thanks, dad. (laughs) Oh, that's I all I can say. When I was growing up, you know, so the fact that wow. he put me in and he didn't have to give me the money, you know, he was like, "Thanks, pops." I know the dad was like, "What in the heck?" <laughs> no, but now he's gonna be loyal to them. Yeah. Now he's gonna be loyal to them. He's gonna feel like, "Oh, they had my back when I was down. They looked out. They didn't judge me. You know, I had to get it out the mud, but they the only one that looked." He gonna be loyal. So now the dad, he's like, "I'm good. I'm well, covered." Yeah, and she also ended up being pregnant. And they were oh. trying to keep it a secret, but he told the dad without her knowing. So that became a whole thing. Oh, um, dang, the dad was mad? The dad, w- I think he was just like, from what I remember, like, what? What? <laughs> he said, I didn't think this was like, you guys are going to have children together. I didn't think oh, that was going to be. <laughs> so children are being produced. Oh, okay. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, you start ready scratching your skin, your, your body start itching. <laughs> Because you're not prepared. He was not prepared for that. He thought yeah. this was just going to be like, you know, a little fun thing. They would end yeah. it. And uh. wow. Yeah. Tom, listen, let me tell you what my revelation is. Mm-hmm. People lead very interesting lives. <laughs> People do. 
They really do. And it's a lot of things happen in small towns. <laughs> See that coming. Wait, what? I'm sure all of these things that are happening are happening in smaller towns. Because mm, people, I don't know. What do you, what is it about smaller towns? Are people bored? Yes. Is it like, no, the same things are going on in bigger cities. It's just so much other things on, are going on. We don't hear or know. Like, what is it? Because small town, really, like, now that I think about it, it'd be some mess. Yes. Yes. It's because they see the same people all the time. The closest, oh, there's nothing to do. Nothing. The closest thing are is Are we assuming? Theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you my revelation. <laughs> You're right. How could I infringe on what you're revelation? You're right. Go ahead. My revelation. I feel like these things are happening in small towns because I don't know. I don't know. I will bet a dollar. What? Just one dollar? Just one. Not my whole fortune. Just one. <laughs> Yo, you are funny. That is true. A lot does go down in small towns. People are just very like. You know, when you look at your life and you're like, dang, my life is very standard. Yeah. Like, am I missing out on some excitement? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I'm not writing into six brown chicks asking anything crazy. Like, there's, I'm very standard across the board, very prim and proper, like nothing and that's not to imply that I'm perfect by any means necessary. You know, I still have like my mess, but it won't be on that level. Right. Right. My you mess know. is I stole um something. <laughs> when when I, you were three? <laughs> no, I was actually in elementary school. So I knew better. But I knew better. But you it's know, still elementary. Did you know better? You knew yes, better. Yes. You, you know not better, to steal. But that was the time to be risky. <laughs> Do you that hear us? Every time we get on this episode, I feel like we take a little bit of our street cred away. Every time. <laughs> Not that we had much to begin with. She said the worst I've done is still something. Okay. <laughs> and if I told you what I saw, you'd be like, girl, what? <laughs> You're a joke. But I'm just like, you know what? Maybe this podcast is for like all the girls who their version of their best lives their version of their best life is going to brunch, going to work. <laughs> I mean, listen, okay, do we get into like mess, mess, mess? You know, oh. like, no. But when we go out, do we have a good time? Do we have stories? We're not a like stale saltine, crack saltine? Yeah, we're yeah. not stale saltine. Why does that sound weird when I say it? Crackers. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna take it back. <laughs> We're not stale crackers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we have stories of good times. It's I know, but it's never like with your jailbird boyfriend. <laughs> it's never that kind of stuff. It's never something where it's like mouth drop. It's like, okay, like you and every other college educated black girl in America. <laughs> Very standard. <laughs> Run of the mill. Dang, that makes me sound regular as hell. Does that bother you? Yes, I'm, I'm like being regular. I'm confident. I love to listen. I'm a listener anyway. So I'm all, I'm here for it. Give me the tea. What's going on in life? Like, let me like listen. Live through you. 
give you advice. Like, just be a, I'll be an ear. I have- and then go back to your safe house. Safe. Safe. No and drama. I'm okay with that. I've accepted it. Oh, child. Well, this episode was everything I thought it was going to be, everything I needed. I wanted to read Tomfoolery and Kiki and just talk. And that's what I got from this episode. It was very soothing to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm in a more serious note, I'm going to listen back to this episode and be like, what were we doing? But I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yes. This is like the literally sitting on the couch, just like, girl, I'm on my phone. Listen to this. (laughs) I feel like that's what this episode is giving me. Yeah, very much so. It's giving me listen to this. Girl, what the hell do you think? Right, right. It was good. Yeah. We're going to come with some fire next week, though. We've already been thinking and brainstorming and actually preparing. So be ready for our next episode. But we hope you enjoyed this one. And if y'all got some mess, please share, you know, or share your friend's mess because you probably don't want to spill your tea on our Instagram in the comments. But yeah, let us know because I love a good kiki. Same. Same. Alrighty, y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rants and Revelations. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.